Hi, Ed and Lisa Young here, and this is the Creative Marriage Podcast, where we talk about the art of keeping your love alive, no matter what life throws at you. And pick this book up, The Creative Marriage. Lisa and I um, wrote this, and we really like it. I try to read it at least once a week. I want you to do so as well. Today, we're talking about marriage. Marriage, as we like to say, is is not, it sounds kind of negative. It's not the easiest thing. Sometimes it can be the hardest thing, but it can become the greatest thing if you're willing to work. Work at it. Work. Yeah, and we're going to talk about working, Lisa. We're talking about how do you communicate <clears throat> in conflict? So. You like that? Conflict. <clears throat> conflict. How do you do that? So. When we're talking about marriage, you have two imperfect people who come together, say I do, become husband and wife, and I bring my baggage, Ed brings his baggage. I bring my my good stuff, you yeah. know, the, the pretty luggage, and you bring the pretty luggage, but don't we all have some of those... Um, suitcases are just banged up and they oh, have stuff yes. in them. They're like, they, they have sand in them from no the doubt. beach trip or whatever. Ooh. So we all bring baggage to the relationship. So being two self-centered sinners, um, there's going to be some times where we have conflict. Yes. And many, many conflicts are reoccurring in marriage. In other words, they center on the same things. Yes. So the the next, this episode and then the following episode, we're going to talk a little bit about how to communicate through your conflict so that you're, you're fighting for the win, not win, not W-I-N-D, but the win, W-I-N. You're fighting for the win for your relationship, not for the defeat of your spouse. That's important. I, I can't believe this statement, Lisa. Okay. Check this out. Okay. It's about conflict in marriage. Couples spend an average of 40 minutes a day arguing over household chores and have 135 arguments a year. Okay, okay well, I, I, I have a problem with that statement because I don't either. let's just think about the math. If you have... If you average 40 minutes a day arguing, yeah, you sense. have to have 365 fights a year because there's 365 yeah. days in a so year. That shows you sometimes research is... I mean, come on, University, I'm not sure of, about, University of Kentucky. Get yeah, it together. Come on, Big Blue. <laughs> I don't believe that. Uh, how about well, this? How I do, about, wait, hold up. I do know argument or arguing mm -hmm. in marriage is more common than not. That's what I would say. It's more common yes. than not. Just because we have strong opinions, especially in our family. Identify personality types in your, your spouse and yourself and, and then in your children. Ed and I have such different personalities that that in and of itself can become a fight. It can become an argument. Just you're way more um, extroverted. You love to talk. You and ask questions. Ask questions. I'm feeling and, like I'm accusing you. Yeah, and then you would tend to be more introverted. introverted. You like, you enjoy watching TV, which I'm not a huge TV watcher, but I do it because, you know, I enjoy you like it. I, yes. Um, and, but that's not all of our, I'm just saying. And you, and you tend to be. Those can be rubs. Yeah, yeah. Those they, could they, be a rub definitely. in, which kind of ignites, you know, like two sticks together. But, that, that but that's how we, but, but that's yeah. how we are better together. Okay. 70% of Americans, and this is just kind of a, 
a, a typical study, say that communication in marriage is the most important thing. Definitely. Whether you're talking about I wonder what the other 30% think. Yeah, no, they don't know what they're talking <laughs> they about. They don't know. So whether you're talking about boundaries, whether you're talking about sex, whether you're talking about uh, child rearing, whether, whether you're talking about you know, your work, your finances, all of that, communication is the core by which we figure these things out. I mean, we pray about it. That's conversation with God. And then we converse mm -hmm. about it with our spouse. And that's conversation with each other. So conversation. But what happens is when you have a disagreement, conversation gets crushed. And that's why I want to ask you about this statement. Well, this is a study, really, a statement about a study. 7% of any message, only 7%, is conveyed through words. 38% hmm. through certain vocal elements. 55% through nonverbal elements. Facial expressions. I you know, agree. Gestures. Whole Heartedly. I agree wholeheartedly. You know, I, posture. I think like about, that, I, mean, I just think about the. Isn't that true? Oh, I definitely think yeah, it's true. It's true. I that, do. That, that's true. That's true. Uh, tone of voice would be your vocal elements. Yes. Um, and that your voice communicates more often than we think over even words, the type of words that we use. How do you articulate? Mm -hmm. How do you say? Like words can be often benign. They don't have a positive or negative, but the spin you give through your tone of voice makes it positive or negative. And then you add in a facial expression. You know those facial expressions that have like, I'm so interested in what you're saying. You just have this look of intrigue as your spouse is telling a story. That type of facial expression mm -hmm. or the type of facial expression where you're like, He's telling the story Boy, again, yeah. or they're saying something to you. Just it's it's big how how we look and communicate not just through words but through the other okay. um, things. So the let, Gottman. Yeah. Inst I'm sorry, I interrupted. No, you. no, oh, okay. I just want us to move no, on no, no. to communicating well in conflict. Okay, how about this though? The Gottman Institute talks about the top five issues of conflict. Yeah, money is number one. Wow, these are ranked in order, yeah. like priority, money. I I see okay. that. Uh, our our no doubt. Our daughter. I'm just going to use this in an illustration. I I may have said this before on Say a previous podcast, but it's worth saying again because when you're talking about money, our daughter, um, Laurie, she saved every penny that she had from the time she was getting money for birthdays, like five years old, if she got a dollar, five dollars, whatever, it went into a little fund, fund, fund. She saved, 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 saved. Sometimes we think she's a miser, but no, no, she mm -hmm. saves. Well, let's just do the positive spins. She saves. Um, when she got married, her husband, Sam, great guy, but more free with spending. He just was not as much of a saver as she was. So you had two different practices coming together in this love relationship well at some point those differences create a conflict and so that's how money which mm -hmm. you think oh we'll never disagree on money well when one of you wants to spend and one of you doesn't want to spend or one of you says let's do this or i don't know it can be a huge conflict household chores at some point you have to decide is it worth the fight 
do you just decide <laughs> to do the chores yourself? I will tell you yeah. that I used to fight with Ed for Ed to do chores. And then I realized that I didn't like the way he did the chores. So it was better for me to do and them Lisa myself. And Lisa is much more mechanical than me. I mean, I'm pathetic. I, she, I, you, you're like your dad. You can build stuff. You, you, you can fix stuff. You're a handy woman. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, to a degree. Yes. I, well, no, you're not. I'm not. Completely. Me, I'm a fix-it person, a yes. handy, handy woman to a yes. degree. But I, I, I am just one of those people who has a way to do things, and I like to do them. Ed has gotten so good. Like, I know some of you, you are married to men who they lived single for a long time, and they loaded the dishwasher. They did their own laundry. They did wow. all these things. Ed and I got married at 21. His mother did everything oh. for him until I mean, I would take my clothes off, throw them on the floor. floor. She made up the beds, everything. Yeah. It was terrible. Okay. No responsibility. So I was going to tell one thing, but okay, I'm, say now say I'm going to tell it. another. Say it. Okay, so when we were first married, I had no idea. Ed drops his clothes on the floor. Wherever he chooses to oh, get undressed, he drops his clothes on the floor. We had a dirty clothes hamper 10 feet from the spot. Was I terrible. was fine doing the laundry. Ugh. I didn't care. My Woo. mom raised me to do the laundry. I did. Yep. Yes. So every day he would get undressed, put his clothes right. No, not put his clothes, leave his clothes. And I just said, honey, if you would just put them in the dirty hut hamper i will dirty clothes hamper i'll wash them he didn't get the message maybe you did it for a day or two yeah, maybe and then not, you kind not, of forgot yeah. and so i just decided <sighs> you know what i asked a very simple thing he didn't get it so i took the clothes and i didn't put them in the dirty clothes hamper i put them on the floor of his closet and left them there and i did the wash whatever was in the hamper that's what i washed that's right so one day he got ready to preach and may or may not have had the proper clothing for that message. That's embarrassing. And I'll just leave it at that. that. I had no, yeah. he, you kind of learned the lesson. I learned the lesson. lesson. He yes. may have worn it, dirty it underwear brutal. that day. Okay, so okay. household chores, a big one. Go ahead. <laughs> Chil raising children and family. <laughs> I know I'm telling yeah. all the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, children and family. Chi yeah, children, family. You're going to always, because one is going to be more... Of the maybe the fun kid centric, the mm -hmm. other is going to be like you know, boom, 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 and that that's you're going to have or kids. Kids definitely will will uh, bring in some some issues of conflict or yes. family, like we've talked about before yes. with boundaries. Um, sometimes one wants to spend more time with their uh, mm -hmm. in laws or parents and or we need to have other. Christmas with them and then yep. Thanksgiving with them and this and that and, okay. and you have to work you have to work that out. But that is is conflict because then sometimes when you're around you know your your uh, in-laws um you tend to to see where the spouse has gotten <laughs> some of the qualities some of their personality and traits that can't also lead to conflict, conflict not yeah. that my mom yeah. and dad would have any negative uh, no i know attributes that I know you would think i'm like i don't think no, so no okay this is one which I, I'm wondering if these are in order, money, housework, yeah. chores, children, family, physical intimacy is number four. And I don't, I don't know, that. maybe Dr. Gottman. Yes. He, I don't know about I that I don't know one. about that one. Be... So physical intimacy, one's in the mood, one spouse is in the mood, the other one is and not. And usually yeah. it rarely, oh, not rarely, it, it's, it's, an, it's um, unusual, unusual or, or it, it doesn't happen all the time when both spouses are 
equally in the mood to wow, wow, wow. It just so, doesn't, it doesn't happen that way. Um, now if you're like in going to Cabo on some anniversary trip, yes. Or if you're having some, you, you know, have some special night away, I understand it. But, uh, Physical intimacy on the on the, on the rugged planes of reality, usually one is more in the mood than the other. What do you do when when one wants to do it and the other one maybe doesn't? How do you communicate? We have, we have that, that question asked um, all the a time. Lot. Okay, and we're going to answer that question. We but will. Here, this is the last one, and this is intriguing to me. This is so we fascinating. can't answer it now, or just wait. Um, That's okay. We'll wait. Yeah, it's right, the, the no. application points are okay, coming. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. So, money, housework chores, children and yes. family, physical intimacy, yeah. and then this one's fascinating. Nothing. We oh. dis we disagree and have conflict over nothing. Is that funny? Nothing. Nothing. That you can have nothing. Doctor Gottman says that sixty nine percent of marriage conflicts are never solved. Sometimes we wow. just have conflict because over nothing because we've had a bad day. It has nothing to do with the spouse. It has nothing to do with their behavior. Mm -hmm. It's just I've had a stressful day. So I'm going oh, to have conflict. Yeah. On, so, yeah. and 69% of that is unresolvable. Now, when I first heard that statistic, I was depressed. Mm. I was like, that can't be true. That cannot be true. And then as I thought about it, I realized. It is true that most of the conflict resolution is about allowing for unresolved issues, allowing for some things just to be okay. Like you don't have to solve it. You have to learn how to work through mm -hmm. it and move through it. And that, I feel like once we admit that and realize that, we're stepping into success with communicating in conflict. And so next time in our next podcast, that's right. Next time, next time we're going to talk about the elements of communication. Now we know what we have conflict over. How do we communicate to bring resolve to these things? That'll well, be next time that's next time. So listen, we'll see you next time and please give us a five-star rating. I know we're competing with the Joe Rogan experience, but uh, the Creative Marriage. I want you to pick this book up. Um, check us out on the different platforms. Watch so many of the other brilliant podcasts oh, yes. on the Exo, Exo. platform. Mm -hmm.